Hi, and welcome to Super Engaging Podcast with myself, Steve Alpern. This is an exciting podcast, and I hope it's as interesting and as exciting for you as it is for me to share this information. You know, I've become a big fan now of uh, AI, you know, chat AI, especially for going through some of my scientific questions, nutrition questions, and really being able to explore all sorts of interesting directions and ideas which some of them I'll share today. So the one I'm really excited about in nutraceuticals, and there are lots that I am, is called, it's a mouthful, nicotinamide mononucleotide. I'm going to say it three times fast. Nicotinamide mononucleotide. Okay, it's a compound that the body can make. Yes, it can make. And then it makes a compound in the body called NAD, which is very, very important. It's in every single cell in the body. It's technically an in works as an enzyme. Now, what is an enzyme? An enzyme makes things happen. You know, it's a party promoter. You have a boring party, it just gets things going. Okay. Which vitamins also. I mean, we call vitamins coenzymes because they're necessary to make chemical processes take place. And that's exactly what NAD does. And NAD is in every single cell in the body. Next to water, it's the most predominant nutrient in the body. Very, very, very important. So let's talk about this in context. For years, it's been marketed in Japan and tested and used. No problem. No safety issues. And supplement companies have been selling NMN basically without a problem. No real reports of side effects to the FDA. So it's basically a safe compound. All good. And then there's lots and lots of information coming out on some of the studies, which I'll share today with you. Just amazing, amazing research behind it. And suddenly, the FDA is going to ban it. Ban it? How come you're going to ban it? When it's safe, no adverse side effects, and uh, what reason? Well, one of the promoters of NMN invested and is a consultant, I don't know all the details, of a drug startup company that's supposed to make a similar, not exact similar, compound to MNN. And they submitted a drug application to the FDA. The FDA already had a general recognized as safe approval from a supplement company. Mm. Suddenly the FDA decided, well, since this is a drug company and we much more favor a drug company, and you can't have both, they threw out the application that was approved for the supplement company and accepted the application from the drug company and decided to ban it. And that's why you won't see any NMM on Amazon. Well, which is kind of a good thing because there's a lot, a lot of fake NMN. Okay, a lot of fake. It's basically an expensive or ingredient. So... People fudge and cheat, and so you really want to go with 
the NMN that's been used in research. Very, very, very important. So where we are at this right now is a lawsuit against the FDA, and we're trying to get people and companies behind it and say, come on, what are you doing? It's not okay. Similar thing happened with NAD. I'm sorry, with with uh, let me with NAC NAC. See, I'm getting NAD NAC all mixed up. Haven't eaten breakfast yet. Doing this intermittent fasting. Any NAC NAC was considered a drug and really used as a drug, but the FDA said, "Well, it's okay. We won't enforce it." So maybe they're going to do this with with uh, NMN. Now be careful. Don't get NMN mixed up with (laughs) M&M's. Actually, for fun, I want to do a search on Amazon just to see if they really took a lot of products off or they withdrew the products. And uh, so I put it in and it came up M&M's. Oh, I guess that... That algorithm messed up a little bit. But let's get into the more important information. Why do you want to increase NAD levels? And let's go through some of the really interesting research behind it. And hopefully there'll be more research behind it. Well, number one, make sure you're getting legitimate NMN. You know, before I got really excited and did my homework about this, I tried a dozen brands. And I didn't really see, a lot of them I didn't see any effect at all. Myself or my patients didn't really see a difference. I said, well, maybe it... And then I just said, well, let me see something. I'm going to open and taste them. Oh, wow, they taste different. They say they have the same ingredient and the same, you know, whatever, but how come? Well, they were not the same. So you want the real NMN, number one. Now, let's take various conditions. And let's do a disclaimer like they always do on these things, you know. Oh, this is not medical advice, so ask your doctor who probably won't know anything about this, maybe. And uh, so it's not medical advice, so don't take it as medical advice. Let's get into the goody-goodies. As you age, as people age, stresses, maybe even the COVID stress, maybe post-COVID, they're going to have a damage or an interference with the manufacture of NAD in the cells. So things aren't going to be working. So some of the interesting conditions, and I'm going to do future podcasts and maybe even a blog on this. Let's go through. Cancer prevention. Yes. There were cell and animal studies on possibility of cancer prevention. No. Why? Because, again, NAD works in every single cell in the body and if your liver is not detoxifying poisons, guess what? Problem. If your immune system is not up to par, a problem. And AD is in immune cells. So it seems to be, according to the cell studies and some small human studies, an improvement in immune functioning. Now, also, some interesting studies on breast cancer. Now, if you have cancer, that's a tricky question because um, there are times you would want to raise NAD levels and times you wouldn't. Maybe if you're doing radiation therapy or certain therapies, maybe not. But it's an interesting topic, you know, to consider. Hopefully, who's ever treating you will do their 
NAD research and not just blow it off. Okay. Some of the age-related conditions. Eyesight. Some studies of macular degeneration, big problem, leading cause of blindness in seniors. Uh, and even a small study and improved vision and acuity in vision. Possibility of slowing down cataract in the eyes. So we have eyes. Improved auditory functioning, improved muscle functioning. This is a human study where there's improvement in muscle performance. Bone health, very, very important. Osteopenia, interesting study. Skin health, NAD and wrinkles, another really interesting uh, possibility. Brain health, NNM passes into the brain, blood-brain barrier, so good possibility. It's going to improve memory, concentration, maybe even risks of Alzheimer's and you know dementia. I've definitely noticed myself and people I put the real NNM on have had uh, improved concentration and memory function and actually better sleep, better quality sleep. What things would negatively and positively affect NMN levels? Well, caffeine seems to somewhat increase NMN. Exercise. High glucose and insulin can interfere with NMN. So you really, if you're prone for insulin resistance or fatty liver, you want to be taking hopefully the NMN. What else could positively or negatively affect it? Well, there are some studies on CBD actually increasing NNM levels, THC actually possibly decreasing NNM levels. Drinking, no. They always say, well, a little bit, moderate, all depends on the person, but in the conversion of alcohol in the liver, you would use up NMN, so definitely an issue of NAD levels, decreased NAD levels. Uh, with alcohol consumption. So if you're going to drink, maybe you want to take some NMN. You know, with toxins and poisons, now I'm not a big fan of vaping. I think the problem is that you're producing formaldehyde with the heat, with the moderate heat of the vape, even though it might have some okay products like glycerin or whatever, but it's not great for the lungs. And there's some research on that and lower NAD levels in the lungs. Maybe even, you know, risk of COPD or um, lung inflammation. So another reason. Another very, very, very interesting ovarian functioning. And there seem to be certainly in some animal studies, and it's hard to duplicate, you know, cell studies, that there's a preservation of egg functioning and the possibility raised that it might help with ovarian aging since so many young women are putting off for various reasons uh, the age you know raising the age of having children NAD levels would be important possibly taking the NMN might also be a benefit now in the whole anti-aging you know arena and I've done podcasts on it before, is rapamycin. If you don't know rapamycin, we're generally developed uh, on Easter Island as uh, an antifungal, actually. 
and it didn't really make a big hit as an antifungal, and then they eventually discovered that it could be somewhat immunosuppressant at a, at a high dose, and it's been used for organ rejection, preventing organ rejection. Now, interesting enough, at low dose, it seems to affect uh, a mechanism called mTOR, which is an energy sensing system in the body and in, in cells, okay, in every cell in the body. And basically, uh, you when you're young, you want mTOR higher, you know, makes you grow and function as you know, grow into adolescence and really good at lower, you know, at lower ages as people get older. You really don't want all sorts of things growing, <laughs> so lowering. MTOR seems to be a good direction to go, and mTOR seems to be connected. Now, this is very interesting. Rapamycin seems to be involved in improving cellular NAD levels. Wow, that's really great. It explains maybe some of the other reasons why rapamycin seems to have benefits in health-related age conditions. Because if it was raising NAD levels by affecting mTOR, that would be a definite win. And another anti-aging compound, drug, it's not a compound, metformin. And people using, you know, a long, long time metformin for diabetes control. But metformin also seems to have an interesting effect on, uh, as an anti-age, possible anti-aging longevity compound. And the question has been like, why? Hmm. Well, it seems to also have a positive effect on NAD levels. Hmm. Another winner. Okay, so we got the rapamycin, NAD. Now, maybe people don't want to take rapamycin. I mean, don't want to take um, either rapamycin or metformin. What might they do? Well, ashwagandha seems to have some similar actions um, to rapamycin. And berberine seems to have some interesting similar benefits to metformin. So taking berberine might actually also increase NAD levels. So let's get back to this. NNM can increase NAD. It's been proven. How about niacin? A nice, you know, niacin amide. Some, but not particularly big levels of increases. Uh, and there are other things that people tell you. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to go into them, you know. But I think the most studied now has been the NMN. I go to sleep, and that's all I can think about is NMN, NMN, NMN. Now because it's just absolutely profound. And I don't, you know, I'm, I've been studying supplements for decades. I take lots and lots and lots of supplements. You know, I was one of the first people, you know, to talk about glutathione and the benefits of glutathione 30 years ago. Now I'm as excited about some of the major nutraceuticals that I've shared with people, you know, such as CoQ10, I mean, I can go on and on with beneficial nutraceuticals, especially in aging and other health conditions. But this is enormous, okay? 
and the more you read about it, and the more you listen about it, the more you watch some videos, the more excited you're going to get. So let me bring this full circle. Dose level depends. I work with people individually, and I'd be glad to, you know, share the information. Dose levels depends on the person. I mean, they've studies have shown you know, benefits of 500 milligrams, a thousand milligrams, 250, not so much. But you might get a real benefit at 250, and the 500,000 might be too stimulating. So really have to work with that. Uh, what supports NMN in the production of NAD, um, what they call methyl donors. I've done lots of podcasts on methyl donors. But what, a, you know, practicality, folic acid, if you're not sure of your folic acid levels, you might take some methylfolate. Um, you might take some trimethylglycine, which are methyl donors. Very important because in the manufacturing and the recycling process of NAD, uh, you might deplete some of the pools of methyl donors. So, so again, let me sum up. It can affect NAD levels can affect your immune system. It can affect health-related age conditions. Again, from hormone levels, it can affect uh, and help the production of good estrogen. It might help also prolong uh, fertility. So, so important. It might have some cancer protection in your body, protection stuff. Detoxification, protecting from environmental issues, skin issues, proving wrinkles in skin, it really sounds like, you know, if I didn't really look through all the research studies, I'd go, oh, come on, this is snake oil. You know, you're selling me some nonsense. But it's not nonsense. And as I said, the more you learn about it, the more excited you will become. So we come to the end of this podcast. And uh, I have a special announcement. Okay. What I'm going to do, and you have to listen to the next couple of podcasts, I've selected the best NMN that I could find that I've been using and testing myself, my patients and clients. And uh, I'm going to offer a special 10% discount on this NMN. And uh, I'll give you further notice, but you can always uh, right now email me at uh, stevennutrition at gmail.com. Or I also have a Facebook, uh, Super Anti-Aging. But I'll give you, you know, more information. Probably provide a link to this on the podcast. So, please share these podcasts on your social media. And with your friends and colleagues and family. I really try and do my homework on these. And people who know me and know the people I work with, you know, as, as clients... No, I don't mess around. Okay, I live it. I'm not, I'm not, by the way, in doing this whole NNM thing, I'm not saying don't eat really great food, whole food, you know, not taking sugar intake, exercising, med- all those other good things are going to contribute. But again, what are your genes? Which genes are being turned on and off? What environmental toxins are you, you know, being exposed to? So many. 
So that's why I'm so excited about this. Okay, again, we come to this end of this podcast. This is Steve Halpern. Thank you so much for listening.